My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. I basically told my wife, there's, there's this estate where there's some blocks of land coming up and they're releasing them tomorrow and it's our daughter's birthday tomorrow. So doesn't matter what happens. Let's go there and let's put a deposit and, and you know, buy a block of land. And she's like, yeah, I like the idea. Let's do that. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're back with Savit Aurora, founder of Cinch and proud family man. He delves into why you should never wait around for the perfect time how his tendency to plan saved him early on in his property journey and the one surprising question he doesn't ask his clients, setting himself apart from the rest. After buying his first block of land in the cheekiest way possible, Aurora's property journey stalled. From 2013 to 2017, he and his wife didn't build anything at all apart from their own home. And looking back, he now realizes why. I think that's an opportunity lost because I didn't have someone guiding me on what could be done. And that's that's where that's where I think I see myself today uh, because I didn't have anyone telling me what needs to be done. I tried to be that person for a lot of other people um, because if I had known things, I would be you know somewhere else altogether. But in 2017, um, after you know seeing waves of property growth and 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 you know um, losing out every time because because of the perennial problem of um, you know we've got a deposit but it's not enough. Um, we took the we, we, we bit the bullet in 2017 when a day before my daughter's birthday, I basically told my wife there's there's this estate where there's some blocks of land coming up and they're releasing them tomorrow and it's our daughter's birthday tomorrow so. Doesn't matter what happens. Let's go there and let's put a deposit, and and you know buy a block of land. And she's like, yeah, I like the idea. Let's do that. Um, I still remember my my mum was still was with her was with us here in Australia. Uh, at the time, she was visiting us, and uh, uh, you know just walking up to her and saying, can you take care of the kids in the morning because tomorrow morning we're going to buy a block of land. And 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 she had this surprised look on her face. He's he's saying we're going to buy a block of land like he's going to buy tomatoes from from Coles. Yeah, I'll just pick one off the shelf. That's nice and easy. <laughs> we went to this estate and uh, we, we reached there at 7 in the morning. The office was supposed to open at 10. There were long queues as there used to be at the time. Um, but yeah, we finally got, got inside. Uh, we were able to put a deposit on a block of land. And that sort of, you know, opened up 
a new, whole new world of opportunities because the next day we went to another estate and put a deposit on a second block and and then three and then three days later we went to a third estate and put a, a deposit on another block using a credit card so we maxed out our credit card we didn't have much money left we we actually borrowed money to put deposits and my wife asked me you know what's the plan we put, we're putting deposits on all these blocks of land what are we going to do i said look if if we keep waiting it will never happen because we'll keep waiting to increase our income to increase our deposit and the market is always keep going to keep growing and going away from us so until and unless we take the plunge we will not work hard enough to work towards achieving it so let's put the deposit in let's make sure that we're putting deposit where you know all those lands are titling at least 6 months apart and then we've got a year and a half or 2 years to work on a strategy to make it happen by the time they actually come to title um so so that's where we started working on a plan which which we called our you know life life 40 plan as well where we decided that day that by the time we are 40 we want to have a portfolio um uh, and uh, you know we we were 35 at the time by the way so we we by we want to have a portfolio we want to have a developed business and you know we want to be set and be in a position where you know if one of us wanted to not work completely we could do that we could take that call um so we did that and um a year and a half later you know not only had we um you know settled those lands with the with a structured approach to what we were doing um uh, we were also able to simultaneously as soon as the lands settled start constructing on them so that we were not wasting any time and 6 months later rent all of them out his thorough planning paid off and they registered the title 6 months apart from each other giving the family breathing space to get more money in during that time um while waiting for that 18 month period for the lands to title we also managed to pick up another property on the market which was which was uh, an already built house uh, in queensland and we we still counted as as you know our retirement home once once everything is done and dusted we'll move to queensland um uh, so the first one we bought was on our birth, daughter's birthday as i said so uh, it's our dedication to to you know that's her property for life um the second one was bought for my elder daughter so that's hers for life the third one was what bought for my niece so that's hers for life so that's why we we've always thought of it like that um and then two years down the line my wife always wanted to buy another property in the suburb we live in as an investment as well so we were able to achieve that too um and then recently we've we've acquired three more properties um in in a north melbourne uh which are basically uh, they're not long term investments they are more for you know renovation extension and flipping just to get that cash flow moving all the time so yeah that's that's what's happened in the last just under 5 years since since i actually got serious about creating a property portfolio which now uh if i look back at it the overall portfolio stands at around 7 million dollars While his property journey has been mostly smooth sailing, one day a wave came along in the form of an insistent bank assessor. We did plan very well in advance uh, for each and everything. Um but there was one where because of a bank assessor we almost lost one of the one of the blocks of land and that was the one which was actually the first one we put a deposit on. Um it was purely because the bank assessor could not understand how uh you know self-employed incomes and business structures work. So they insisted that uh, you know i had a business card loan which 
they they insisted has to be paid off before they would approve the loan and they only decide even though the application had been in the system for about 8 weeks they only decided to bring this up one day before the land settlement <laughs> and, and and suddenly turning around and saying well you've got this $40,000 loan which we need you to pay off before we approve the loan uh, so that was a scary moment uh, but that's again because we had we had structured ourselves in a way where we always had some buffer lying around we were able to you know use that cash temporarily to pay off that car loan just to appease the uh, you know the the bank assessor get rid of that and say look this is done now can you please proceed with this and and yeah that that was probably the one hiccup that we did have but apart from that you know everything's touch would gone to plan <laughs> buffers definitely have they are, they are a big part of any strategy that that I talk to clients about. So on the flip side, um, I, I know you've kind of shared, you know, all the successes that you've had during this property journey. But what was one of the biggest aha moment that you think that you had along, or even if you had multiple aha moments? If I had known what I know now, back in you know 2013, uh, I could have been on a completely different plane. Um, just in terms of how, you know bank lending works and how property portfolios can be made and and what strategies to use whether to use interest only loans or not you know all those things i think i think yeah if if i'd known better uh, i would have done a lot better i mentioned that small anecdote about my mother you know saying uh, looking at me uh, with, with that look uh, but i still remember after we came back home she was actually a very big encouragement and 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 motivating factor in in you know, saying you are on the right path, your heart's in the right place. Uh, as long as you know you do your homework and plan it right, uh, you 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 will be successful. So so go for it. If if you're dreaming of something, don't hold yourself back. And she's always encouraged me to do that. Uh, and uh, that obviously has always helped with uh, you know uh, achieving achieving what we can. And and she's been a really big help with supporting us through these times as well. Right. So. Uh, just being there and and helping us take care of the kids, and and just being that constant support and and guide and motivator uh, has has helped a lot as well. Wow, that's amazing. And and is your mom now living here in Australia, or has she gone back to India back and forth between? She was in India for the last couple of years, um, but she's recently come back to Australia about six weeks ago. And yeah, the kids are loving it. Uh, you know, it, it, it gives gives my wife and me a bit more flexibility around what we can do and achieve as well. Uh, and yeah, she's again, she's always been such a big pillar, and she she's again still doing the same. You know, you do, you go and do what you need to, and I'll take care of the rest. Uh, so best mother ever. As he caters each client's strategy to the individual goals and plans. There isn't one singular overarching strategy Aurora uses. One of the first questions I always ask my clients when when you know they get introduced to me is, "Don't tell me about what you what what this transaction is. I don't care about that because you know this is the easy part. This can be done. Tell me what your five year strategy is. Tell me where you want to be five or ten years down the line on the property front, um, so that I can plan in the now for your future, right? Um, because a lot of the times you can you can get too fixated on interest rates and and banks and all of that in the now and lose uh, you know sight of of your ultimate aim and my job as i see it is to is to you know have that vision for them 
and guide them on on that whole journey rather than you know be short sighted and do what everyone else is doing um and that's where i'm able to add value to our clients um i've i've continued you know being an educator so uh, the reason i'm always on the phone is because if a client calls i actually don't put the phone down till i've answered not only all their questions but all the questions that i think they don't even know to ask that's true there are people you know it's what you don't know is what you don't know i've always followed the philosophy of henry ford he once he once said if i'd listen to what my clients or my customers want we would still be riding faster horse carts right so <laughs> so so sometimes people don't even know what they actually want to know so that that's where you know being an expert in the field you come in and and tell them you know what needs to be known and and what are the different pros and cons of various strategies and and that's where that's where i see myself adding the most amount of value and again having been an educator helps because um i not only do that on a day to day basis over phone calls but we also have our own facebook and whatsapp and linkedin groups where we've got thousands of clients and future potential people who we just share knowledge with there's there's no agenda there's no no talk of selling anything uh it's purely educational so so every day we'll uh, spread some information spread some knowledge there are experts from different fields there are buyers agents conveyancers accountants financial planners all in our groups who will just share what they know and people are very very you know open at asking questions then they they know that they'll get genuine advice and answers on whatever their qu- queries are um and and not from someone who's just trying to serve their own purpose and um you know uh, that that's obviously helped in building that trust with clients and then then when we do those strategy sessions i'm just able to you know talk to them about what their plans are and and strategize on that whether it's you know whether interest only loans work for your principal and interest or whether it's fixed rates versus variable rates or you know what the dti ratios for you are currently and what they pro- they are projected to be in the future so all of those calculations come into play um what kind of property growth you want etc etc and then then we bring it all together and and you know that amalgamation is is what helps decide what we do for them in the now so that we can plan for the future coming up after the break we delve into strategies and why following whatever your friend does isn't always the best plan if you have that you know scattergun approach then then you're more likely to fail than not the very specific reasons as to why he purchases each property there's nothing more than that i don't want to earn 10 million or 20 million dollars or anything like that i don't have any of that in mind I'm... he reiterates a piece of advice he lives by that has always served him well i try to surround myself with good people who who have the you know right uh, right things at heart and uh, you know who who will guide me in the right way and that's up next I'm Tarun Sham and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey, let's be real. Deals that can yield 20 to 30% per annum do exist. Don't believe me? Well, here's a story about property development I invested in Victoria. This developer had the project fully funded beforehand but he and his family suffered a loss, a circumstance that led him to be unable to proceed with the development. So I stepped in and in two weeks, we funded the shortfall allowing for the development to continue. Five months later, the development was refinanced and we received our funds back with interest. Yes, 
there are amazing opportunities in the property market like this one. So, do you want to get a better return with lower risk on your money? Then register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. A fan of the traditional buy and hold strategy, Aurora has found what works for him and sticks with it. So my personal strategy with with my property portfolio has been buy good properties and hold them for as long as you can. And that's that's done and dusted. That's already in the bag. It's there. Um, now I've moved to phase two, which is which is the secondary strategy, which is now I, I, I just want to do things for cash flow. The growth part is already done and the cash flow is going to come from, you know, your development projects or your renovations and adding value and, and structural uh, additions and then flipping properties and all of that. So that's currently what I'm doing. Um, and again, that's that's what people need to try and keep in mind that, you know, you have a strategy, you have a plan in mind and then try and execute it rather than, you know, just blindly follow what what my friend who I met over barbecue is doing and, and you know, just, just saying, okay, he's making money like that. Maybe I can as well. If, if you have that, you know, scattergun approach, then, then you're more likely to fail than not. So always have that plan in place. Um, and 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 discuss it openly and and if you're not open to discuss what your plan is no one's going to share their knowledge with you that's why i'm very open about talking about what what you know i'm able to achieve i, I talk about this with each and every one of my clients i share my experiences and i said look i will never advise you something that i won't do for myself so you tell me what what you want to achieve and then if i can i'll help you with devising that strategy and if i can't i'll i'll point you to someone who can so that's always you know, on the table as well. When it comes to recommendations, he doesn't make his own but he does discuss options. We do so many transactions for clients on the on the lending side of things. So I always have visibility about what areas are growing, growing quicker than others, what areas the valuations are stacking up, what the rents are looking like in different areas. So we always have that discussion and, you know, uh, and then if, if they want someone specific in that particular field, that's when, you know, we've got certain people who we know work with our clients very well because again they are looking after the client's best interest rather than their own so we basically just have an open conversation and bring them into the chat and and you know just ask the client to talk to them and pick their brains on that and and we take it from there his children and his family's future is at the front of his mind every step of the way along his property journey i'm building my portfolio to to leave generation wealth for my kids to be honest and and have a have a lifestyle that that i want to have that's that's it's, there's there's nothing more than that. I don't want to earn ten million or twenty million dollars or anything like that. I don't have any of that in mind. I'm a very simple and straightforward person. So for me, it's all about myself and my family and my kids uh, and what I can do for them. And and uh, even on the work front, um, I always get asked what what I want my legacy to be. And uh, again, it's it's very family oriented for me. It's it's only. I want to always do the right thing by people, give them good advice, be honest with them and, and you know, just tell them things as they are so that after I'm gone, if my if my daughters are walking down the street and one of my clients, you know, sees them, they actually come up to them and say, you know, your father made a difference to our life and he was he was good at what he did and, and we are proud to be associated with him. So I, that's that's the legacy I want to leave for my kids, for them to be proud of what I was able to do for, the, for them and for everyone else. Um, and, and that's what motivates me day to day. Aurora's mentors are the people closest to him 
including his maternal uncle. He and my mom are my silent mentors, right? They don't know they are, but they are. <laughs> uh, my wife is someone I always discuss each and everything with. I, we we constantly discuss ideas, etc. And and you know, um, especially because obviously she deals with a lot of corporates as well. So so she's able to bring a different perspective into how we should do things. Um, and then I I've also got um, a business mentor, uh, Therese O'Neill, who I actually am meeting in a few minutes from now. And uh, uh, yeah, she's she's been a constant support and and she guides me a lot in what we should do and uh, you know how we should look at expanding the business or bringing more good people into the business, who we should be associating with, those kind of things. Um, so yeah, I, I I try to surround myself with good people who who have the you know right uh, right things at heart and uh, you know who who will guide me in the right way. He may not be a big reader. But that's just another of the reasons he and his wife make an unbeatable team. My wife loves reading, um, so so I probably would defer this question to her. Uh, I honestly, absolutely, genuinely, I do not read anything. I I don't follow a lot of stuff. I for me for me everything is common sense. So if if something makes sense, if something if the numbers stack up and it looks right, it feels right, then it should be done. Otherwise, not because if you don't get confidence from what you see then no amount of knowledge from books and strategies and all of that can help you end of the day you know you've got a gut feeling and it's there for a reason you've got you've got a brain and and you've got common sense it's there for a reason so uh, that's something that i always apply and and i always think about you know what i would do in a certain scenario and what i wouldn't and and that helps me decide you know what strategy should be and what it shouldn't be I know you share some really great quotes and also some really good um, lessons and advice. But what do you think has been sort of the best advice you've received from people you've met? You know, your property journey. The best advice has been. Uh, it was actually advice that uh, something we mentioned earlier as well. Always, always have a plan B and always have a buffer in place, um, because it, it's Murphy's law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. True <laughs> happens every time. <laughs> No one can plan for things that go wrong, but you can always plan for what you might do if something goes wrong. And, and, and you know, if you're well prepared, you will get a good result in the end anyway. So, so you should always focus on having, having your plans in place, whether it's plan A, B or C. Uh, and then it's just about implementation. So if, if things happen the way you want them to, then plan A is good. Otherwise, you, you switch to plan B and C and you don't take too much time doing that. You don't dwell on it too much. You have to be very decisive when it when it comes to you know uh, moving on. If you met yourself say ten years ago, what do you think you would have said to him? Take a plunge earlier. <laughs> make, make, make sure make sure you get in much earlier, and then you know you you associate with people who will give you the right advice, and and do that as quickly as possible. Looking to the future, he's most excited about the projects that can add the most value. We've created an investment fund through which we are actually getting a lot of our friends and family involved who will, you know, buy into those projects and then we're going to actually give them a return on that so that they all their money that's that's just sitting vacant is 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 actually put to good use rather than not earning anything at all. Um, but yeah, and, and and on the work front I'm just excited by by the opportunities that exists out there and and what we can continue to achieve for our clients, and and you know, that's that's what gets me out of bed every every single morning. Well, Sivit, you shared so much of your journey, and it's been an amazing story. 
how much of it do you think is because of hard work, skill and intelligence? And how much of it do you think is because of luck? I don't think I'm very skillful. I don't think I'm, I'm the most intelligent person. I, I have worked really hard. Um, I've had some really, really excellent support from a lot of people. Um, but I do believe you make your own luck. You have to work smart. You have to work hard. And if you, as I said, if you, if you have your heart in the right place and your intentions are clear and you, and you always have other people's best interest in mind, success will follow. So there's, there's, no, there's no luck about it. It's more about taking care of each and every person around me. Um, and, and, and I actually have this model that uh, I will only make sure that I look after my clients and my clients will look after my business. I don't have to worry about my business at all. Thank you to Savit Arora, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you love the show, perhaps you're now ready to invest your money in a low-risk, high-return deal. If you are, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a lender. There are amazing opportunities in the property market right now and I'm looking for lenders who want to invest their money for as short as 6 months. What are you waiting for? Don't let your money just sit in the bank. To register your interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.